0: Hello, and welcome to the Soul Set Podcast. This is a space designed to motivate and inspire you. So please take a moment and pull back from the craziness in life and focus on you. Because when you do, my friend, you will be a force to reckon with. I'm Sherry Belmar, your host, and thank you for joining me. Have you ever wondered or asked yourself why you're here in the first place? Like, what's the meaning of your life? And if it even really matters, wouldn't it have been great if someone had given us an instruction manual that we could just follow and just know for sure, instead of having this guessing game? Well, we're in our Foundational Four series, and we are Considering the Facets of a Healthy Soul. So last week, we discussed the first fundamental facet, and that first facet was origin, uh, answering the question of where we came from. So if you didn't listen to it, I would encourage you to go back and catch that first episode because that is where it's all going to start. As we consider the four facets, they're going to create a tension within you. And that tension isn't necessarily bad in and of itself, but it really is gonna cause you to need to address these underlying tensions, right, that are constantly there because they are going to flare up, my friend, and they're going to be causing pain and disturbance and discomfort, and they will impede your progress. So the second fundamental facet for the health of your soul Is meaning. As we pursue meaning, the data we are pulling up is alarming. There's a report uh, called uh, WISCARS that states that the second leading cause of death in high school students is suicide. And not only that, but there's also a web based injury statistic that tells us that in 2017 alone, there were over 1.4 million suicide attempts. Now, these are just the ones that were recorded. So when we think about this statistic about our young people, when we think of just in general, what would bring 1.4 million people, that's a lot of people, to make this decision to bring their one and only life to an end, I know that there are a lot of reasons. But when we even consider young people, I would really have to imagine that a lot of it would be a sense of meaningless, like life doesn't make sense and like there's no hope, there's no reason for me to be alive. And I can't help but think also that this is also tied into the first facet of origin, right? Because Where I come from, where I come from, that point of origin, my reference point, is such a crucial piece. Because see, when we consider all these four facets, they're all deeply interrelated and connected. You can't separate one from the other, which goes to explain the first law that we saw last week in our last episode, which was the law of connectivity. So meaning is connected to my origin. Because just think, it, when you're thinking about this why, right, you have to remember that our soul it is the center of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And so our mind is constantly trying to figure things out, make sense of things, right? We're trying to like connect the dots, so to speak. And so when I contemplate meaning it it doesn't stand alone. See, when I consider my origin, or I consider a Big Bang theory, or an evolution, or an atheistic, or just like try to uh, wipe God out of the picture, uh, that law of connectivity is broken. Because see, when I'm connected to God, like God created me, it's, there's a reason, there's like an implicit worth and value placed on my life, which really Draws me in to seeking it out. Now, here, I'm not saying that people that don't believe in God or don't, um, I'm just saying that the people that have a faith, something that they believe in, it is just proven in the mental health community that these people tend to be more stable. It doesn't mean that people don't commit suicide. That's not true at all. As a matter of fact, this is a tragic reality of our times, that having so much, we're still not addressing many of the needs that are are really on our hearts, that are really on our soul. And so I just believe that when we try to wipe God out of the picture, because you think even in our school system, we are teaching this theory, right, of the Big Bang, which is basically trying to explain my life, without God. And what this does is produce a vacuum, that emptiness that we can't explain. So for the sake of today's discussion, I just want to assure you of one thing, that if you are out there and you are listening to this message right now, there's a reason you're listening. So if we were placed here on this planet Earth, there is a divine opportunity for you to discover your meaning, Before we discuss the process of how we can discover our meaning, I'd like us first to consider some characteristics of an unhealthy soul, right, that is searching or that is facing this question or this facet of meaning. So I would like to define uh, an unhealthy soul as being distracted. An unhealthy soul is distracted by a lot of things. Anything will do. You can be distracted about your work. You can be distracted about your family life. You can be distracted about things that you don't have, things that you want to acquire. An infinite reason, infinite reasons why you can be distracted. Anything that's taking your mind off of searching for your real meaning, which, which would really be not facing what is really important. And I think all of us, to some degree, of course, we like to be entertained. But when I'm constantly entertaining myself, when I'm constantly needing something to fill the emptiness, that I'm not reaching my meaning. So the first characteristic I'd like to use to define an unhealthy soul would be distracted. So therefore, a, a healthy soul would be focused, right? It would have laser focus. And it's going to be not distracted, it's going to be attracted to the meaning, the search for meaning. The second of the three is unmotivated. An unhealthy soul is unmotivated. It's like sluggish. It's just not, beyond not interested, it's not, it's not not interested. It's just not moving. It's sluggish. And a healthy soul would be driven and motivated and full of passion seeking this. So one contrast would be sort of just like dormant, sluggish, not moving. And the other one would be moving, pursuing the healthy. The unhealthy, third one, last one, would be it's just not interested. It's like it just doesn't interest me. It's, I'm sort of like apathetic. The healthy soul, well, it would show interest. It'd be determined to find the meaning. So I would use those three, three aspects, three definitions of uh, an unhealthy soul would be distracted, unmotivated, and uninterested. And a healthy soul would be laser-focused, driven and motivated, and determined, determined to find meaning. So let's move on to the subject of discovering our purpose. Well, for the purpose of um, explaining, let's just consider that when we are born when we come into life we it's sort of like we 've been given a plot of land, and we have to develop that land right it's our land, and what the worth has already been deposited there, but we need to find it let's say we've been told in this plot of land, you have gemstones there's diamonds here, but now you have to discover them, you have to dig for them, you have to work for them and you know, a lot of times we just sit around in life and we'll just sit there and we complain and we're victims of circumstance instead of just like getting down to work and trying to discover what we have. Not looking over the fence and looking at what the other person's doing and what the other person has. We really need to get down to work and find our own value and worth. And so it is going to take a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. If we have to discover it, well, it's implied that it's covered up, right? It's implied that it's, un- it's veiled. And so it's something that I need to find. So I've been, it's, this has been deposited in me, but I need to find my value. It's gonna imply work on my end. And I said, okay, what we need to do is begin digging. Right? We need to begin digging for our meaning, our gifts, our skills, our interests. They're like the precious stones, they're those diamonds in the rough. And you know what? It's going to take hard work to get there. But the acronym I've placed here for dig is just determined intent to go for it, right? The D is dig determined. You need to be determined and you need to have the intent to move forward. And to go for it. So to dig, you need to dig to find your meaning. You need to be determined. It's a determined intent to go for it. And when you're digging, when you're on this road, you are going to come into uh, problems and difficulties and suffering. And I I want to just mm, talk about three enemies you might run into. The first one is discouragement, because you know what? We might be digging. We might be working. We might really Be working hard at it and um, we get tired. And it seems like we don't see the end in sight. It might seem like maybe I'm digging in the wrong place. Maybe I don't have any precious stones. Maybe I'm not going to find it. So all these thoughts can be discouraging thoughts. Then there's also disillusionment. And disillusionment is different than discouragement because disillusionment is when we have something in mind. Like when we think something's going to be a certain way, and then it ends up not being the way we thought about it. And really, just think about it. Like you get married and you think things are going to be one way. But you go through that disillusionment. You and the other person. And then what? You have to come to the terms of where you are and move on. Well, the same thing when we're searching for our meaning. We have all this um, these romantic thoughts of the way it's going to be, but then it's just hard work. And so we might be disillusioned. We might be disillusioned by people, circumstances. And the last one would be just deterrence, period. Things that are trying to deter you at any cost from you to be able to plug into your meaning. Because there is resistance. There is resistance here. And that's why you get distracted. And that's why you're not focused, and that's why it's just so much easier to go down than it is to go up. It's going to imply effort. So on this road to, to to self-discovery, there is a governing law on the discovery for meaning. and this law is I call it the law of the individual collective. Now, why do I call it the law of the individual collective? Because in this discovery of meaning, I'm trying to find my gifts. But your gifts aren't just for you. I would say your gifts are hardly for you. They're your responsibility to find and develop, but then they're to give to others. It's the collective. It's what I give to others that really matters. Because if I just get, I find, and don't give back, don't give to, it's meaningless. That's why I call it the law of the individual collective. Your meaning can never just live within yourself. It always has to be about you and others, or it will not ever be meaning. Just think of Mother Teresa. You think of Nelson Mandela, of Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, all these men and women that made such a big difference, but they found a meaning, a cause, and they moved forward and it was all about others. And that's why, what? When they leave this world, they're remembered, they're quoted, they're spoken of because of what they did for others, not because what they did for themselves. And that's the same thing. And that is true in our lives. If you are just looking out for you, you're just looking out for number one, you're looking for your gifts for you, then you're going to get it wrong. And just like we, just like we mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, this episode, how many people are taking their lives, and you think even of artists who, and artists, actors, these famous people who seem to have reached what we think is, is what we're going after. And for some reason, at some time, at some point, they realize it's not. And in that moment of desperation, they take their life. So anyway, let me get back to the point. Um, What is deposited in you is undeniably and indisputably the law of the individual collective. See, the beauty of this is that it's in you for others. Your gift, your skill, your life's meaning, it's irrefutable. It must be delivered to others. That's the goal. That's the end in mind. So As you consider the deposit, as you discover your meaning, you're going to need to develop it to deliver it. So let's, I just want to finish here and wrap up with three practical steps you can do this week to help you discover your meaning. Okay. To help you dig. So one would be you could revisit your childhood. Think back before you were influenced by your friends or your fears. What did you do? How did you fill your days? What were the activities or experiences that created the greatest memories? And what was the most fun? See, you're going to find a common thread and you will find a message and you'll be able to fit it into your adult world. And it's going to lead you on your path of discovering your meaning. So the first would be to revisit your childhood. Second would be to When was the last time you lost track of time? Right? There are those activities that you find so absorbing that you don't even think about time. You don't even think about eating. You don't think about sleeping. You're just totally immersed. Do you experience it when you're at work or is it a hobby or a leisure activity? See, when you um, get lost in time, this is going to point towards an area of strength, of interest, and deep passion. And it's another key aspect on your road to discovering your true meaning. Third and last, release the genie. Okay, so you can imagine that you brush up against a magic lamp, and this genie pops out. And the genie says, I'm here to grant you three experiences of your choosing to be enjoyed sometime in your lifetime. So what would that list look like? This list would provide even more clues and the experiences would represent your values, your interests, and your passions. So remember, if you're going to discover your meaning, it's going to take work. You're going to have to dig. It's going to take determination. It's going to take intent and By all means, my friend, go for it because you only have this one and only life. Please go over to SherryTogether.com and listen to the third facet for the health of your soul. Thank you for joining me today. I want to invite you to come over and let's connect at SherryTogether.com. Till next time, this is Sherry Belmar signing off. Have a fabulous day.